the preseason is over. Week one is upon us. We're two days away from football and a few more days away from the uh, Cardinals opener here to talk about the start of the NFL season with us. NFL insider from ESPN, Dan Graziano, joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Good morning, Dan. Thanks for joining us today. How are you? I'm good, guys. My pleasure. How are you doing? Good. We've uh, we've been really tired, Dan, of just pouring over all of these questions about the Arizona Cardinals, and we do it every single oh, yeah. day. And here we are, you know, days away from the opener. We've still got no real consensus on what to expect from this team. From the national perspective, considering everything, the weird off season. what are your thoughts on the Cardinals going into this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you, you call it's funny because that's my game this week for a Sunday countdown. So I'll be there. And, I mean, I'm just kind of getting the week started and trying to make calls and find out what I can. But yeah, outside perspective, like I, I don't know. I, I, there are some people that feel very negatively about their chances. You know, I don't know whether it's the Hopkins suspension or questions on the line or just the whole sort of icky off season between the team and the quarterback. It, it just kind of. You know, I, I don't know. I see it as an offense that could that could probably pop. It's got enough good players, but uh, I don't know. The more people I talk to, they don't they don't sound as hopeful about uh, Arizona as you would for a team that you know has won as many games the last couple of years as they have. It's it's been interesting to watch too because Cliff Kingsbury's got a very chill approach to training camp. These players haven't done much. Very very yeah. few of any significant players even played a live rep outside of that one day practice with the Titans. Meanwhile, the Chiefs and, and the Patriots and established coaches see value in that. Where do you fall on that? Uh, would you be comfortable oh. with a football team that completely punts on the preseason? Yeah, I, I think so. Did they do refresh my memory? Did they have joint practices with another team? They, the had, they, had, they had two planned with the Titans. They yeah. called off the second. So they had one joint practice with the Titans. Right. So the coaches think that's good because it's a controlled environment where, you know, as opposed to putting somebody in a game where something bad could happen. So, yeah, I, I see that logic. I mean, I guess, you know, you talk to the Tomlins and the Belichicks of the world, I'll tell you, Andy Reid. I mean, these are guys, guys that have accomplished some stuff in this league, that's for sure. So maybe we should all be paying attention to how they do it. But, um, you know, the, the idea is you can't get better at football without playing football. So, but, I mean, in the case of Kingsbury, like, being ready to start the season hasn't been the Cardinals' problem, right? Like, they play really right. well in, in the first couple months of the season. So I don't know whether if, – if you think the problem with the Cardinals is their inability to finish a season, I guess I'd, I'd, I'd ask what, what about playing in the preseason would help with that? That's my um, – that would be my question there. So, yeah, I don't – I don't know. I think that it's, it's two different ways to go. If you can, I mean, Sean McVay punts on the preseason True. and just won the Super Bowl, right? So I, I think if you feel like you can get your players ready and you have a, a clear, defined program for doing that, uh, it's fine. I, I, I understand the caution about wanting to put these guys into preseason games. Dan Graziano, NFL insider from ESPN, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. Uh, uh, the opposition this week, Kansas City, tough way to start the season if you're the Cardinals, especially yeah. with questions on defense. But different-looking Chiefs team on offense with no Tyree Kill, some new receivers into the mix, but they still have Mahomes and Kelsey. Uh, how much different do you think they'll look, if at all, Dan? I think they'll look a lot different. I, I visited their training camp and I spoke to Mahomes about, you know, what's the difference? What, 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 in terms of this post Tyreek Hill universe? And he said, look, he said, you know, for years, like we line up at the line of scrimmage and I know the progression, but I, then I look over and I see Kelsey's matchup or Tyreek's matchup. And I think to myself, well, they're going to win that. 
So I'm just going to go to them, whoever that is. So he feels like he's had to refine himself as a quarterback this offseason to an extent that he never has before. Uh, and, you know, when I talked to him and talked to Andy Reid about it, like they were, it was during training camp, so it's in progress. But I, th- I think they might, you know, again, it's always dangerous to predict with Andy Reid. They might lean on the run a little bit more. Um, but I think fundamentally what you're going to see is is a more sort of, you know, read-based, progression-based offense than we've seen in the past. And that may translate to less explosive, at least at the beginning. But I think once he gets into a groove, if he gets into a groove with, uh, you know, Nicole Hardman when he's healthy or Valdez Scantling, you know, I, I think the explosive elements can still be there. It'll just be a matter of incorporating them into the game plan as opposed to sort of, you know, identifying that mismatch at the line of scrimmage and saying, you know, Tyreek's going to outrun this guy and I can, I can throw it as far as I want. So... So we'll do that. So, again, maybe more disciplined, but um, maybe potentially as dangerous. Uh, from a Cardinals perspective, it seems like the NFC is not as formidable as it might have been in recent years. I'm curious what you think about what Tampa's season is going to look like, given how off Tom Brady has sounded recently, given what's going on in his life. Yeah, I think they're going to be fine. I, I think he's a guy that can compartmentalize and um, – you know, from what I understand, he's been the same old Tom in the building. He's been great at practice, been great in the meetings. And, you know, you wouldn't know other than to listen to some of these interviews he's giving uh, that there's anything else going on in his life. So, you know, the, some of the players I work with have talked about how the, the field and the locker room can be a sanctuary uh, when there is something else going on in your life. You know, we don't know what's going on with Tom, but obviously he's dealing with something. He's been open about that much. Um, but I think, you know, I, I think he'll play fine. They have some questions that have developed on the offensive line as training camp unfolded, but they feel like they're equipped to handle those. Sounds like Chris Godwin will be back early in the season, if not week one. Uh, so that's obviously a benefit. And, you know, I, I just, you know, I feel like we're about five or six years removed from the time when everybody was trying to predict the Brady fall off and now no one even tries anymore <laughs> because he's gone so far beyond right like right. anything that we could have possibly expected um i think it's like dude play as long as you want do everything you want to do and we'll just enjoy it and then when you're done you know we'll say thanks but so i, I think that i think they'll be fine i think they have a very good team you're right about the nfc being a little bit down i think overall compared to the afc in terms of the number of teams that knock your socks off uh so i think they'll be okay i think new orleans is going to be a tough out in that division uh, especially if Jameis Winston stays healthy and plays well. But, I mean, it's Brady, man. I'm never going to doubt him. Yeah. Dan Graziano from ESPN, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. Staying in the NFC West, uh, before we let you go here, Dan, um, like the Rams uh, and Matthew Stafford himself, they've, they've all downplayed the condition of the elbow. How much yeah. do you think that's going to be a storyline? As it's an impossible answer, but it just seems like there's been so much guarding against, um, you know, questions about Matthew Stafford and that he's fine. Do you really believe he's fine going into the season? I do, and my understanding is that the elbow is is an issue that they're probably going to have to manage all year, as they did last year. But they really feel good about the program they had him on this offseason and the way they brought him along slowly, and they feel like he's throwing the ball extremely well right now. Uh, my understanding from people who've talked to him is his elbow feels good. It's not bothering him. It's not affecting his throws, even though earlier in the offseason it was. Uh, the question is, of course, 
does throw on the ball, whatever, 30, 40, sometimes 50 times a game, does that, does that make the problem recur? And I don't think they've ruled out that possibility. What they do is they have a plan in place for when it does, right? They trust him. Hey, I felt this. All right, well, we'll back you off in practice this week. We'll do this. You know, so I think that you might see a little bit of that. And, and yeah, if he plays poorly, they play poorly. It doesn't look like he's got the zip on his throws. This will be the easy excuse, and it may be a legitimate one. But um, my understanding is he's in a good place right now physically, that he's all set to go for Thursday night, and that it could be the kind of thing that comes up again, but they feel like they're positioned to handle it when it does. So that's kind of a long answer, but, yeah, I think it's going to be an issue. I'm not sure it's going to be a problem. Dan, thanks so much for making some time for us this morning. Really appreciate the insight.